Yo, what's up? It's J.D. McKissick from the Detroit Line, and you're listening to Blue Brothers Sportcast. All right, welcome back, everyone, to the Blue Brothers Sportscast. I am Caleb, and with me normally would be Brandon but uh, due to circumstances, Brandon is unable to join us this week. We knew it was going to be a busy week with the holiday and everything. And so things got pushed back. I mean, gosh, we haven't even done the review episode for the Broncos game. So things are going to be a little bit different tonight. I'm actually going to go ahead and mesh two episodes into one. We're going to do the rev- review and the preview. So we have... Um, a bit to cover, a few things to talk about, and uh, we're not going to be doing we. I keep saying we. It's actually going to be me. Uh, I'm not going to be doing the preview for the bowl game, Michigan bowl game, yet because we'll still have time to do that early next week before game day comes. So that will be later. But uh, yeah, it's been. I was actually trying to think about it, and I believe that this might be the first time that I've had to do a solo episode since um, Brandon came on board early, early this year. I can't remember exactly when it was, but um, but yeah, there aren't too many times I get on here by myself. I prefer if I have somebody to talk to, you can get that conversation and everything. Um, but it is what it is. Actually, now I'm going to take a moment and see if I can figure out when mm, I can't see it well enough because this thing wants to cover all the other stuff. Ah, uh, so it probably I would probably think uh, the transition came in uh, about February. So, um. Yeah, it would have been around February. So, yeah, since then, we have been able to knock out episodes together all the time, which was is actually pretty pretty fascinating considering how many we've gone through in that time period. So uh, this first one, Solo, if you haven't been around for a solo episode, usually they're a little bit shorter. They're a little bit more direct and everything. And so, yeah, I think we will go ahead and jump right into the sports talk. We hope that you all had a very Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, safe travels, and everything of that nature. Um, and wow, it seems like forever ago now that we are going to be talking about the Lions game in Denver against the Broncos last weekend. Final score was 27-17. to 17. I kind of forgot about how oh man how slow how lame how unproductive this game was i mean so many times you see these games where teams are putting up you know at least 300 yards if not like 400 yards of offense and crazy things like that detroit 
their total yards for that game was a 191 total yards. And they put up 17 points. They didn't even have enough for going down the field two complete times. And they put up 17 points. That sounds like a Detroit Lions statistic if I've ever heard one. While on the other hand, the Denver Broncos had 348 total yards. So quite uh, quite interesting, you know, weird, uh, fun line stuff. Always seems to happen. Um, I mean, to easily break it down and everything and look at it, I mean... The quarterbacks did not do a lot. The The real difference for this game came down to the running game because uh, Blau only had 117 passing yards. Uh, Drew Locke for the Broncos did not have much more with 192. But in the rushing game, the entire Lions offense uh, came shy of a hundred breaking a hundred yards while uh, Philip Lindsay for Denver by himself got 109 yards. So uh, he had a pretty decent day and uh, did pretty well. But honestly uh, talking about that and everything, and we've been saying it for a few weeks, Blau has been looking, I mean, honestly, not too bad. I mean, uh, he didn't uh, throw an interception. It wasn't, the worst outing that you could have had. I mean, he was only 12 for uh, 24, but um, some of the passes he's made um, and his ability to move in the pocket. I don't know. It seems like if he sticks around that he might be um, worthwhile to hold on to Uh, carry on. Johnson came back for this game did not put up a lot of numbers. I mean, no Lions uh, running back really ever puts up a lot of numbers. But it was a another fancy performance by Agnew as he had his uh, punt return for a touchdown. Um, and he did good work on that. And he makes it look easy. So that's where seven of the uh, points came for the Lions. And it was just a slow game. And actually, I remember uh, with this game when the Lions did actually come and take the lead. And I was actually kind of getting upset. And I was texting with Brandon. And I was not at all wanting them to make any kind of a comeback to win this game. Because right now, as is very common for this time of year, the Lions fan base is just rooting for them to be able to get a good draft pick. And so things panned out as they went on. Finished with the final score of 27 to 17. Um, as far as the defenses uh, went, um, not a lot of crazy action going on. Uh, it was kind of more of a defensive game as, as we were, I was already saying not a lot of yards put up and actually the most frustrating part though, 
and I get to back up Brandon and everything that he's been saying and everything that he's saying or hoping for in the upcoming draft is uh, pressuring the quarterback as per the normal thing for the Lions. They like to allow the quarterbacks to sit in the pockets and just kind of stand there and have all day to be able to pass. And this day is just like any other day for them because they had zero sacks on the game. So no production there, no real um, pressures on the quarterback. I mean, they had they had one quarterback hit. So you want to compare that to the defense for the Broncos, and they had four sacks and seven QB hits. Yeah, so quite a bit of change there. And then even... Um, Tackles for loss, they made the Lions look bad because they had four tackles for loss while the Lions only had one. But so all in all, not a very good performance for Detroit. Again, at this time of year, we're not expecting a whole lot more. Uh, Little glimpses of hope and interesting things with um, Scarborough. And, of course, I already mentioned Agnew. It still surprises me when I watch uh, these games. At I I know everybody has their different opinions. I always enjoy checking out Amendola. Uh, he's pretty reliable. He only had three targets this game. He had two receptions, putting up 21 yards. And crazy enough, I mean, of course, I mean, they only had a total of 117 passing yards for the whole team. He was the second leading receiver with that, which is crazy to me. But, <clears throat> yeah, so uh, at the end of the day, Lions sit at 3-11-1. I believe if I saw it correctly, I think if things hold up and they lose this coming weekend, that they will have the number three pick in the draft. That would be a better Brandon question than a question for me, but... Uh, yeah, not a whole lot to break down for the Lions losing to the Broncos. So, uh, we'll actually, what I think I'm going to do is I'm going to take a minute to take a break, um, shake things up a little bit. I'm going to talk about the big 10 in the bowl games. And then after that, We're going to do a quick preview for the Lions finishing up the regular season against the Packers. So let's move into college sports. All right. So it is bowl season, and if you cannot enjoy bowl season, then I'm I'm sorry. I don't know what what to tell you. It's one of the favorite times of years of the year for me. Um, and it is been pretty entertaining. Had some thrillers, had some blowouts, had some surprises, had some things go as uh, expected. So, but uh, the big 10 is uh, undefeated so far. 
They actually just had two games today. Wait, today? Uh, now I'm second guessing if my days are blurring together of when Michigan State played. Anyways, they have two games as of uh, today. So Michigan State has played and Iowa has played. And both have won. So the Big Ten is 2-0 and out of nine games. Uh, Michigan State went 27-21 against Wake Forest in the Pinstripe Bowl. And then Iowa won 49-24 to over USC in the Holiday Bowl. Had to read that bowl, right? Um, so that leaves seven more games coming up. There's actually going to be two today, I guess, as you're looking at it, since it's like 2 o'clock in the morning. Uh, two today, as number 10 Penn State is in the Cotton Bowl with uh, number 17 Memphis. You can catch that at noon. And then Ohio State is in the uh, playoff, and their game is going to be at 8 p.m. against Clemson. The other one is 4 o'clock with uh, LSU playing Oklahoma. Uh, Back to the Big Ten games, though. Illinois will be playing in the Red Box Bowl versus California. That is going to be a couple days later on the 30th. And then on the first, you've got three Big Ten games happening and going on. Uh, One o'clock, you've got your choice between Michigan playing Alabama in the Citrus Bowl or Minnesota playing Auburn in the Outback Bowl. And then later on in the day at 5 p.m., you have Wisconsin and Oregon matching up in the Rose Bowl game. And to round things out for the Big Ten... Uh, Indiana is in the Gator Bowl versus Tennessee. So uh, I don't know if this is going to be another year where the uh, Big Ten looks really good in bowl season. I mean, it is what it is. I'm not one of those people that's going to automatically root for the Big Ten. But what was it? There was a few years ago. Was it last year? There was one year where the Big Ten went like 7-1, and 8-1. And then, of course, Michigan was the one that wound up losing. Um... But, yeah, so, I mean, things are looking pretty good. Penn, uh, Penn State, um, last I saw, was favored over Memphis. Ohio State-Clemson is considered to be one of the best games uh, in the bowl season, and a lot of people are looking forward to that matchup. Uh, Illinois versus California, mm, I don't think Illinois is favored, but that seems like a pr- uh, pretty good matchup there. Should be a decent game. Uh, Alabama definitely favored over Michigan. Uh, I'm pretty sure everybody's going to be watching that one. Uh, It's weird this year. Can easily say that I am not. Usually I look forward to the bowl game. I'm excited. I want to see what happens. And I feel like Michigan has a good shot to win. That's how I normally am. But for this year, I... I want to be optimistic, but I also don't want to dive into it too much because I know we're going to be doing our preview later, so I'm going to try to save it. But yeah, I'm not so optimistic, so it's almost kind of like been in the back of my mind. I've just been watching football and have not really been preparing for the Michigan-Alabama matchup coming up. So, uh, But that is what it is. We'll see what, what comes of that on the first. Uh, Minnesota versus Auburn is an interesting one. Um, that one is, uh, 
kind of a little bit more of a closer matchup than some. And Minnesota has shown its potential, um, but Auburn is a pretty decent team. I mean, they did take down Alabama themselves, so they'll be uh, also at 1 p.m. on January 1st if you're watching that. And Wisconsin versus Oregon, I am a little bit um, doubtful of Wisconsin just with how strong Oregon had pulled themselves together at the end of the season, uh, and they won the Pac-12 championship. So I I'm thinking that Oregon might take that one and that will be later on in that day. Uh Indiana versus Tennessee to wrap things up, unless of course Ohio State beats Clemson and keeps going in the playoff. Uh that one um with how in- interesting Indiana can often be and how difficult they can beat, I feel like that should be a good one to watch there on the second and see how the Big Ten rounds things out. So out of nine games, I'm thinking that there's the potential for um, seven and two, six and three. I'm probably going to say six and three. Uh, Put Penn State win, Ohio State win, Illinois maybe lose, or Illinois maybe win. Michigan, Minnesota, oh, ooh, that would be crazy if they all lost on that way. But yeah, so four wins, three losses with the games that are left. Seems about right. Seems possible. Uh, let me see. Is What is this? All right, this was, I believe, at the end of the day. What was the last game today? Oh, yeah, okay. Um, so this is pretty recent updated and everything. The AAC, um, is currently holding a one and two record for their bowl games. Um, UCF was the one that won while SMU and Temple lost. Uh, ACC is two and two. So Miami lost, Pittsburgh won, North Carolina won, and Wake Forest lost. Uh, Move to the Big 12, and they are 0-1 as Oklahoma State lost to Texas A&M. Conference USA, 2-4. The two wins were Florida Atlantic over SMU and Louisiana Tech against Miami. Uh, shutout, by the way, against Miami. That was a weird one. For, final score, 14-0. Uh, the Independents are 1-1. One one. Uh, Notre Dame gets to figure out how that one's going to pan out as Liberty beats Georgia Southern and BYU lost to Hawaii in uh, quite the crazy game the other night. Mid-American Conference, 2-2. Uh, two and two. Uh, Buffalo, Kent State win, while Central and Eastern Michigan both lost. The good old Mac conference. All right. Mountain West, uh, you've got two and two. Uh, Utah State, Boise State, both lost. And then San Diego State and Hawaii took home the victories. Pac-12 is one and one as Washington uh, was the team that beat down on Boise State. And USC lost to Iowa. And the SEC has only had one game so far, and that was earlier today with Texas A&M winning against Oklahoma State. And to wrap things up, we have the Sun Belt Conference. 
Uh, they've got five matchups, and they are currently sitting at two and one. Appalachian State and Arkansas State won, while Georgia Southern fell to Liberty. So that is where we stand as of right now. Those were all the games up until the through the twenty seventh. But it is a good time, a fun time. And I'm not going to go through all the list of the games. I just did the Big Ten. So that's that's good enough for you guys. If you want to look up the other stuff, <laughs> check it out online. So uh, to repeat, two games tomorrow on the 28th. Penn State playing Memphis and then Ohio State playing Clemson. And then after that, you've got one on the 30th with Illinois playing California. And on New Year's Day, Michigan playing Alabama, Minnesota versus Auburn, and Wisconsin matching up against Oregon. And then the last game scheduled, as of right now, on the second, then the following day, Indiana is playing Tennessee. So there's your bowl game information for this episode. And as I said, this is going to be a little bit of a weird one. So we went through that. Um... Uh, started with the Lions game, talked about the bull games, and actually uh, we're going to do a transition here and then wrap things up with this episode then talking about Lions versus the Packers. All right. So I am not entirely sure if this is the latest uh, an episode has been recorded or not uh, time-wise. Definitely not the latest in the week. Uh, We're still continuing our one episode per week since the beginning of this podcast. So the streak continues. Uh, But yeah, I don't know if I've ever recorded at 2 a.m. So that might be a new one for me. And I'm pretty exhausted. Uh, Let's see. So Lions at Packers. All right. Woo. Actually, you know what? Before I kind of get in and talk about this a little bit, not to um not to get off subject here, I guess, but I have always been one to prefer college football over pro football. And people have made their arguments, you know, NFL is the game played at its highest level. Uh, it's all professional athletes, so you've got every team competing, and you know the matchups are better, and you know usually it's more competitive. All the things that they want to say, you can say that fine. But this is e- one of the easiest arguments I have why college football is better than professional football, because any Lions fan with a you know, decent comprehension of how this works is going to be rooting for the Lions to lose against the Packers. Um, Because, you know, that means that they will secure a better spot in the draft, right? You know, there is never a time that you get that in college football. Never a time that you want to root for your team to lose a game. Never. 
I mean, obviously, like, they don't have a draft, so that doesn't make a difference either. either. But then also, you know, this is not just a game and a matchup and everything like that. This is also, I mean, it's a, it's a rivalry game between the Lions and the Packers. You know, they're rivals. People talk about that all the time. Um, so not only is it saying you're rooting for your team to lose, which, again, does not happen in college, but it's a rivalry game. So you definitely never want to root for your team to lose in a rivalry game in college. That's not going to happen. Never, never, never. And so that just, it kind of dilutes it for me. Uh, personally, you know, that that's why I just like college better, better because, you know, a team could be winless and play a rivalry game at the end of the year. And... You know, you can still root and cheer for the game. Your expect your expectations can be one thing, but you still would want them to win that game. It's not going to ruin anything for you if they win that game. If the Lions win when they play the Packers this coming weekend, I that first of all will like blow my mind that they're capable of doing that. But then secondly, it's just like come like you could honestly make it look deliberate. It doesn't really matter. Everybody knows the situation that the Lions are in. There are other teams in this situation as well. People are going to be tanking. Just take it. Eat the loss. Pump up the draft. That's where it's at. We've been saying that all the time. So, to the game. Uh, Green Bay is favored by 12.5 points. Um, and then the over under for this game is 43.5. So expecting a few more points to be scored than in some of the previous matchups for the Lions. <clears throat> but I mean, they, they lost a close one last time when they played, uh, at the Packers, it was the 23 to 22 game. And uh, the Packers are, I mean, they're, they're a good team. They're doing well. They are sitting at 12 and three and they just beat uh, the Vikings last week. That was Monday night football. Wasn't it? I think. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. Um, and pretty convincingly. And they were on the road. <clears throat> now, of course, they're probably, Again, this would probably be a better question for Brandon because he knows all these things better than I do. But I think they're going to rest Aaron Rodgers because they don't really necessarily need to win this game. Uh, happens a lot at the end of the season because, hey, guess what? The Lions are usually not that great, and the backup quarterbacks can win these games for them. Anyways, fun times. So <clears throat> I don't expect that you'll see Aaron Rodgers play. Um, looking at injury reports, uh, got a couple doubtful players for Green Bay. Redmond, safety, and Jamal Williams, running back, are both doubtful. Also, Danny Vital, the fullback, is doubtful. And then questionable is Jake Kumro, uh, the wide receiver. Uh, make sure I actually had the full expanded list. Oh, no, that's not what I want. Sorry. 
Uh, then, if you want to look at the Lions, <clears throat> you've got under questionable uh, linebacker Longa. Uh, Matt Prater is questionable. I kind of expect that he'll probably play. I haven't heard the extent of that one. Um, linebacker Knard and safety Wilson. Those are all questionables, but then uh, for sure out is Robinson at defensive tackle. So uh, Green Bay has not exactly been a scoring machine. They're just averaging 23, a little over 23 points per game. Uh, the Lions just averaging a little bit over 21. So there's that margin. Except uh, then where things separate a bit is that Green Bay is allowing just under 20 points a game while the Lions allow, are allowing averaging over 26 points for their opponents. Um, average yards, um, you know, not the most offensive uh, productive teams that you will see out there not throwing up crazy amount of numbers. Uh, Green Bay has struggled with some injuries and things like that as the Lions have. So their passing game, uh, some of their main receivers have not been there for them. Their total yards, uh, 357 average, while Lions are 368 average. So, of course, in the NFL league that is today, it is pass-heavy for both of the offenses. So, uh, the defense edge goes to Green Bay, though, as they are about 30, averaging 35 yards less per game for their opponents. Uh, lines currently, well, let's go. It's easier to Green Bay right now. Green Bay is coming, uh, coming into the game with a four game winning streak while the lions are on a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight game losing streak. There you go. Had to count it out to get it right. So yeah, everything's pointing to the Packers winning. Uh, you got to kind of question on how how much the Lions are going to invest into it. But, hey, I've seen crazier things with the Lions, so who knows what's actually going to happen. I don't know what their uh, thought process is going to be. Uh, they've talked about how Patricia and – oh, man, why I'm totally blanking on his name. The other guy. Quinn. Ha. Um, are both coming back for next year. So, hooray. Not going to see much of a change with that. So, who knows how the season's going to go with things like that. Um, yeah, I anticipate that the... I'm not going to do specific predictions since Brandon's not here and able to kind of do his predictions too and us to keep the scores. I'm not going to... I'm not going to dive into it that much, but I do predict that the um, lines are going to lose. I mean, the percentages out there are saying that um, green Bay has 70% chance to win the game. So, and uh, that there's a 0.2% chance that the game will end in a tie. <laughs> Anyways. Um, yeah, I think it's going to it's I don't believe it's going to be close like the last game. I mean, obviously these two teams look vastly different than they did when they played before. 
Um, I'm going to go ahead and put probably, let's say, the final score of 20. <clears throat> let's do 27 to 17. 27 to 17, the Packers defeat the Lions. 27 to 17. So that means that they would not be, that Green Bay would not be covering the spread. That is just my prediction. So, oh, as things always go with the Lions, it is a glorious mess. It is very interesting to see how this is going to actually go. Um, I almost, I was kind of thinking that would almost be fitting if uh, Christmas was somehow on uh, Sunday and the Lions could find a way to ruin two holidays for everybody, ruin both Thanksgiving and Christmas, but no. Can't take them that literally. I mean, if you've been a Lions fan for long enough, I mean, you, you can't <clears throat> you can't take that literally for it to ruin your holiday because you know what to expect half the time. So, but yes, yeah, so they will be playing. This is the last week of the regular season. And honestly, afterwards, I'm not entirely sure how we're going to be doing episodes. I don't know if we're going to be doing talking much about the playoffs. We might talk about the Super Bowl. Uh, specifically, but it will be interesting. We do have more episodes obviously coming up because we have to review. We'll review this game. Um, and then we also have to do the preview for the uh, Michigan Bowl game. And then we will do the review with that. And we'll probably have an episode at some point for doing a look back at the season for both Michigan and Lions. <coughs> Excuse me. And then that might kind of be a little bit of a wrap up for the sports season. I don't know if we're going to be doing a sports episode every single week because now since we do our entertainment episodes, we might kind of focus on that because honestly talking about sports every single week throughout the year, uh, when you're specifically covering the sport of football is a little bit of a stretch. So uh, but yeah, so I hope you guys are enjoying your holiday. Uh, it seems like it's warm everywhere. Gosh, it was here in Michigan, like 55, 60 degrees the other day. So I hope things find you well. I hope you're able to spend time with friends and family. Appreciate you as always tuning in. Um, and hope that you do get to enjoy this weekend of football. Uh, if you don't get to enjoy professional football, I think you'll find some of the college football entertaining at least. So Uh, With that, I'll be signing off and, as always, finish off with Go Blue.